Hey, 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 it's the Kentucky Guy. Hope you enjoy this episode of the Red Pill Current News Podcast. Today's episode, we'll be talking a little bit about the current state of our world, politicians, economic collapse, and a little bit about our faith. You know, we don't talk about that enough due to this cancel culture that we're living in right now. So let's hear some facts on that. But once again, thank you guys for joining. Hope you guys enjoyed this episode of the Red Pill Current News Podcast. Ah, welcome to the Red Pill Current News Podcast. I'm your host, the Kentucky Guy. Hope everybody is having a fantastic day today as we are closing in on a special time of the year. Christmas is next week. And uh, yeah, we did take a break uh, after the uh, very successful November of the Stars. By the way, if this is your first time listening, be sure to hit that follow or subscribe button, no matter which platform you're listening to. Uh, we are on over 73 different platforms now. We are on Pandora, iHeartRadio, Apple Podcast, Google Podcast, Spotify, Podbean, and the list goes on and on. So be sure to uh, check us out. No matter which platform you're listening to, we do drop new episodes here every Wednesday and Saturday. Uh, we do a lot of different things here. We have guests on and we talk about the news and we talk about, we've talked to authors and writers and lions and tigers and bears. Oh no, lions and tigers and bears. <laughs> so yeah, we have a lot of fun here. Uh, also, I do co-host with Donny Cage against the Matt Wrestling Podcast. Uh, we drop new episodes there every Monday and Friday. You can check that podcast out. We are on the same platforms as we are the Red Pill. Yeah, so like I said, I hope everybody's having a fantastic day today. Wanted to jump on here and just uh, don't have any interviews uh, scheduled for this podcast for this week. But I did want to jump on here and kind of talk a little bit about the news. We haven't done that in a while. I will be doing an interview uh, later today on a podcast called Kick Butt Boomers. And, uh, but I use the nice word for butt instead. <laughs> so I don't know how to say it. I'm not going to say it. Uh, but that's the name of the podcast. Listen to the show. Uh, you would think, uh, it would maybe a little bit, uh, edgier, uh, because of the name, but it's not actually. It's actually a really good, uh, Really good podcast. So, anyways, uh, be on there today from four to five. If you guys want to check us out, and let's see, and that is also uh, that is a video podcast. So that will be on YouTube, Twitch, and also anywhere that audio uh, podcast you can find. All right, so let's get into the geopolitical, political, economical crisis news. Let's do it. All right, folks, so yesterday, 
the U.S. federal court shuts down Biden's mandate to force Catholic hospitals to perform transgender surgeries. Well, this by you know they are doing so much right now for the gays and the transgenders and call me what you want. I don't really care. I don't believe in this junk. And uh, this administration is bending over backwards for these people. And you know, let's let's leave the border wide open, and uh, you know, and let's rush all these illegal immigrants. And it's an invasion, folks, is what it is. We are going through an invasion. But let's do that, and you know, let's cater to this LGBTQ, whatever the crap it is, these gays and homos and whatever. And oh no, wait a minute, Kentucky guy, you 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 can't be saying that, buddy. You you uh you'll get canceled. Cancel me. Won't be the first time. Don't care. All right, let's get into this story. A federal court has shut down a Biden administration mandate that would have violated the religious rights of several Catholic organizations by forcing them to perform or pay for trans transgender surgeries. Last Friday, the Eighth Circuit U.S. Court of Appeals affirmed the decision by a North Dakota lower court to grant permanent injunctive relief to block the Biden administration's mandate because of its intrusion upon the Catholic plaintiffs. Exercise of religion is sufficient to show irreparable harm. As detailed by the National Review, the decision reflects a previous Texas case last August or this August uh, where the Fifth Circuit Court permanently blocked the Biden administration's efforts to force doctors affiliated with Christian medical associations to provide gender-affirming care to individuals who identify as transgenders. The plaintiffs in the Texas case against the Biden administration included Christian medical associations representing thousands of doctors. Quote, we now have two different federal court of appeals saying the Biden administration is permanently blocked from forcing religious doctors and hospitals to perform transgender surgeries in violation of their conscience, said Luke Goodrich, attorney with the Beckett Fund, who represented the plaintiffs. <laughs> so the National Review reported litigation was first initiated in 2016 over uh, implementation of Section 1557 of the Patient Protection and Affordable Care Act, Obama clause that would have compelled religious medical institutions that receive federal funding to perform and cover gender transitions. Folks, this is much, much deeper than just this. Well, it's Biden. I mean, it's Obama's third term, right? So, yeah, I mean, we, we, we know that Biden, uh, you know, he's, he's, he's drinking his little hot, warm milk and, uh, uh, in a fetal position somewhere. With the pillow over his head. Uh, and I say that Biden, the it goes on to say that the Biden uh, administration is unlikely to fight the ruling. Well, of course, because they're weak. But this ruling, you know, when it comes down to it, you can say that the justice system is broke. You can say that they're, uh, you know, the justice, the law, and the, the hands of justice take a long time to work. And I agree with all those, right? However, we have 
if you look around, well, at least for right now, if you look around, we have the best justice system out there. Just look at our neighbors. Look around. We The Supreme Court is idolized. Not the people on it. I'm talking about the, the uh, judicial junction that's set up. The Supreme Court is idolized around the world. They wish they had a structure like this. Don't believe me. Don't believe anything I say. Go research it. You'll see. It's idolized. Once again, not talking about the people on it. Just talking about the structure of it. Next story. Oh, I don't even really want to read. It it goes this world, man. Oh, I tell you what, everybody that knows that everybody needs to be praying. This world is not going to last like this. Cambridge Dictionary adds inclusive definitions of a man and a woman. The personal pronoun Z is also included. In the dictionary defined as a personal pronoun, sometimes used instead of he or she, because it does not show a particular gender. There's two genders. Will these people wake up? Two. Adam and Eve, not Adam and Steve, not, you know, okay. Sorry. Sorry, sorry, sorry. The online version of the dictionary now includes a second meaning for man. An adult who lives and identifies as a male through the, though they may have been said to have a different sex, sex at birth. Lord have mercy. With the example sentences, this is right here. You know, if you've got Cambridge Dictionary, yeah, I, I, here's, here's my, here's my advice. If you got it, the digital part of it, uninstall it right away. If you got the physical, Cambridge Dictionary, the paper copy, burn it, get it out of your home, get it away from your children. This is horrible. This is Satan all over it. Their sentence is, Mark is a trans man, (sighs) equals a man. And you know, the only reason why I'm going over this, and some of you may say, why do you even talk about this stuff? Because you need to know what's going on. I guarantee you there are people listening that had no idea this was happening especially in the United States. You need to know what's happening so you can protect your loved ones, protect your children from this garbage. That's why I talk about the hard topics sometimes. That's why I sit here and want to throw up in my mouth talking about this crap because somebody's got to get the word out. Mark is a trans man, a man who's said to be female when they were born. Their doctor encouraged them to live as a man for a while before undergoing surgical transitions. The dictionary definition of woman includes a second definition that reads, an adult who lives and identifies as female, though they may have been said to have a different sex at birth. An example sentence reads, Mary is a woman who was assigned, who, who was assigned male at birth. In addition to new definitions of man and a woman, 
And you know what? You can change it in your little book all you want to, but the real true definition will always be the same. A man is a man and a woman is a woman. A woman can conceive a child and has the ability to therefore carry a child for nine months and deliver. A man cannot conceive a child. Their chromosomes are not made that way. There is your difference between your man and your woman. There you go. Don't know why it's so hard to answer what a woman is. She can get pregnant, have a baby. And you know what? I think that's all I'm going to read on that. They, they don't need, they, they, they don't need any more promotion. Okay. So, and by the way, this will be a short, like I mentioned, I do have an interview coming up. Uh, this will be a shorter episode than most. I just wanted to touch base with everyone. I do plan on doing a, another episode on Saturday to get us back on track next week with the Christmas festivities. Merry Christmas, everybody. If I haven't said that yet, uh, I, I'm not a happy holidays guy. I'm a Merry Christmas. You know, God bless you. Good old St. Nick. Hope he brings you everything you want. Main thing is remember it's Jesus's birthday, but anywho, not sure how next week will go. I'll update you more on that on Saturday's episode. U.S. prosecutors. No, 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 no. Okay, so before I go into this next story, which is, man, oh, man, this guy, <laughs> what a creep. In Iran, there are more and more protesters fearing because they publicly did an executions of Iran protesters. Uh, they did a public hanging of a 23-year-old man. Now, this just happened, uh, let's see, today's Thursday, yesterday. A public hanging of a man in Iran who was protesting the government. Peacefully protesting, by the way. I want you to keep that, keep that in mind. Don't never doubt what they're doing in these other... It, surely, the goodness, my audience has woken up enough now that you know what they're trying to do in these other countries... They're trying it there first, and they're one to adopt it here. Don't ever doubt that. You can see it. You can see it. Do your own research. Here we go. Let's get into this. And finally, this guy. All right. U.S. prosecutors charge Sam Bankman. Uh, Sam Bankman uh, freed the founder and former CEO of cryptocurrency exchange FTX. Boy, they've been in the news a lot. Uh, with a host of financial crimes and campaign finance violations on Tuesday, alleging he played a central role in the collapse of FTX and hid its problems from the public and the investors. Bankman Freed was charged with eight counts, ranging from wire fraud to money laundering to conspiracy to commit fraud on the United States. He was also charged with violating campaign finance laws, a notable charge as Blankman Freed was one of the largest political donors this year. The charges are on top of charges announced earlier Tuesday by the Securities and Exchange Commissions, which alleged Bankman Freed uh, defrauded investors and used proceeds from the investors to buy real estate on behalf of himself and family. Well, this guy's really a creep, right? 
No wonder you went bankrupt, bud. Right. So Bankman Freed orchestrated a year-long fraud by diverting investors' funds to his private hedge fund and using them to make uh, venture investments, lavish real estate purchases, large political donations, the U.S. Securities and Exchange Commission's alleged Tuesday in a complaint. He was arrested Monday in the Bahamas, where he has been living after the U.S. filed criminal charges that will that will be made public. Tuesday, according to U.S. Attorney uh, Damian Williams, the SEC compliant is separate. A spokesman for Bankman Freed had no comment Monday evening. He has a right to contest his extradition, which could delay, but probably not stop his transfer to the United States. He was under criminal investigation by the U.S. and Bahama authorities following the collapse last month of FTX, which filed for bankruptcy on November 11th uh, when it ran out of money after the cryptocurrency equivalent of a bank run. Yeah, so <laughs> this guy, he defrauded a lot of people, man. I mean, he he he's a... Uh, He's he he's a crook, and you know I've always said I'm not a crypto guy. I've never invested in it. Uh, I don't like I, I I don't like the idea of somebody pushing a button on a computer and wiping out or freezing every liquid asset that I have. Yes, I know. If all the money that you have is in the bank, even the petrodollar is in the bank, they can do that now. But the one difference is it's physical money, so you may not have it all in the bank. You see what I'm saying? So I, I just, I don't know. Uh, I, I've seen what they did to China. I've seen what they did to the Canadian truck drivers. I'm not a fan. Not a fan. Not sold on it yet. I know a lot of you are, and a lot of you are way more educated on crypto, Bitcoin, and things of that nature than I am. I understand that. I do. So another bumbling mistake, in my opinion, uh, the this uh, fake president has done. Uh, Trump actually mentioned that he wouldn't, he would not have exchanged the merchant of death for Griner. Former President Donald Trump declared or decried on his Truth Social platform the United States prisoner swap of Russian arms dealer Victor Bout, also known as the Merchant of Death, for the WNBA star Brittany Griner. Quote, I turned down a deal with Russia for a one-on-one -on -one swap of the so-called Merchant of Death uh, for Paul Whelan, Trump wrote, I wouldn't have made the deal for a hundred people in exchange for someone that has killed untold numbers of people with his arms deals. I would have gotten Paul out. However, just as I did with a record number of other hostages, the deal for Griner is crazy and bad. The taking wouldn't have ever even happened during my administration, but if it did, I would have gotten her out fast. Paul Wienland, a retired Marine, not included in the Biden administration deal, was detained in Russia in 2018 over allegations of espionage. Roger Karsteins, the president's special envoy for hostage affair, 
who was with Griner when she touched down on America soil, said, according to clutch points that she told him, I've been in prison for 10 months listening to the Russians. I want to talk. I was left with the impression this is an intelligent, passionate, uh, compassionate, humble, interesting person, a patriotic person, uh, Carson said of Griner. But above all, authentic. I hate the fact that I had to meet her in this manner, but I actually felt blessed having had a chance to get to know her. What? Look, man. Okay. First of all, no, of course. I, I mean, I prayed for her. I, I didn't want her to get hurt over there or what have you. But she is not a good person. Do not act like she's a good American citizen. She has turned her back on the flag. You all, and you all probably already know this, but, and, and go do your own research, but wow. I, so now, Victor Bount, uh, who was, who's released, they did the swap. Uh, he actually voiced, and this is somebody who feels that they're above the law. There's no doubt about it. He actually voiced support Saturday for Putin's invasion of Ukraine. During an interview with Russia today, he would join, uh, that he would join the armed forces for President Vladimir Putin's war effort if we were a little bit younger. Quote, I fully support the special military operation. He stated, adding, if I could, I would share the skills I have and I would readily volunteer. Bout later recalled the 2014 pro-Russian demonstrations in Karvak, Donbass, and Odessa before he was incarcerated, acknowledging he would have supported Russian military intervention at the time if the conditions allowed for it. The West believes that they did not finish us off in 1990 when the Soviet Union began to uh, disgenerate, Bout insisted. They think they can just destroy us again and divide Russia. Now, man, this guy is dangerous. Notice the wording that he just used. His comments arrived one week after President Joe Biden administration facilitated a swap with Moscow for Griner, who was detained on minor drug charges in February. Bout, on the other hand, was serving a 25-year sentence over arms trafficking charges. Drug Enforcement Administration official Derek Maltz told Politico the notorious smuggler could be back in action soon with greater motivation to fuel conflicts and support Russia in its outrageous and disastrous war with Ukraine. <laughs> yeah, and he's not making any of it a secret. He's never showed any type of remorse. I mean, it is literally mind-boggling that we let this man go free. And I know that there are, I know that there were other deals that could have been made to have this young lady out a long time ago. I, I just, I don't get it. I do not get it. So we know Dr. Fauci is on his way out. Uh, he did his last press, if you want to call it that, press conference, what have you. Uh, let's see. Um, so the U.S. is actually 
the United States government, I want you to listen to this. I want to make sure you get all this. The United States government is suing Arizona for building a border wall of shipping containers. Doug Ducey and, and the state Wednesday over the, uh, were sued by the United States government over the placement of shipping containers as a barrier on the border with Mexico, saying it is trespassing on federal lands. The complaint filed in U.S. District Court comes three weeks before the Republican governor steps aside for Democratic governor-elect Katie Hobbs, who said she opposes the construction. Katie Hobbs. Katie Hobbs. Katie Hobbs. That story there, folks, is not over yet. Is not over yet. Hang on to your seat. Not, not today, but you'll see. Ducey told U.S. officials earlier this week that Arizona is ready to help remove the containers, which he says were placed as a temporary barrier. But he wants the U.S. government to say when it will fill in, fill any remaining gaps in the permanent border wall as it was announced it would a year ago. The U.S. owes its Arizonians and all Americans to release a timeline, he wrote in a, a letter on Tuesday. The border security was a focus of Donald Trump's presidency. It remains a key issue for Republican politicians. The Department of Justice complaint asked the court for Arizona to be ordered to halt placement and remove the containers in remote San, uh, San Rafael Valley in southeastern county. 3,000 containers. You know, good for them. And I hope. I hope, I hope, I hope that, uh, I hope the, I hope the U.S. government loses and loses and falls on their, loses and falls on their face. Yeah, I, I just, sometimes I'll turn the TV on and when I see some of this stuff, I, I, I have to look around for a second and wonder where am I living? What country am I living in? It, it, it just, I don't know. And you know, the writing's on the wall, folks. The writing's on the wall. Last article. Told you this this episode wouldn't be very long. Nearly half of U.S. Christians say the end of times is near. U.S. adults and uh, nearly half of the country's Christians say the world as we know it is headed for destruction according to a Pew Research survey. Following recent years that have included a pandemic, notable natural disasters, extreme political partnership, uh, partisanship, a total of 39% of U.S. adults uh, told that we are living in the end times. But I, I've been saying that for a very long time. A very long time. Well, Kentucky guy, y'all been, y'all Christians, y'all been saying that for, uh, for years and years. My grandpappy used to say, you know, let me tell you something. And those of you, any, and I'm talking to anybody that's near 40 or over 40. Can you agree now that 50 years is very, very short? Not long at all. 50 years old before you know it. 60 years, 70 years, blink of an eye. So when these old timers that you're referring to have said the end is near, if they said it a hundred years ago, a hundred years ago is not that long. It's not. There was a time before we were so, we got so corrupted with our own 
greed and our own and wanting to put our will before the Father's, there was a time when men and women lived on this earth. They lived to be two, three, four, five hundred years old. Nothing's changed, folks. Oh, a lot's changed. Let me rephrase that. But the design of man, the design of man has not changed. God's not changed his plan, and he won't change his plan for one human, okay? So why? Why? Why do people die now so young? The Bible talks about it. The old will die, the young may die. But why don't people live to two, three hundred years? I mean, Noah days, you know, Abraham. What, what, what happened? We quit putting the Father first. That's what it is. We quit trusting you go back and you read in Abraham and in Noah and back in the days that I'm talking about, Moses, they put God first before they made any movement whatsoever. And God blessed them. Look how old Abraham and Sarah were when they conceived their first child. It wasn't Abraham's first child, but it was Sarah and Abraham's first child. Isaac, look at their age. And we have all this technology all these medicines that weren't offered back then, how were they able to live so long without the modern miracles of the pain pill or radiation or what have you? And why? I mean, cancer, right? You think cancer just crept up one day back in the 70s and there it is? It's always been here, folks. It's always been here. We have gotten wiser with the ways of this world, but we've also gotten weaker in our faith. Therefore, God set it up. And if I'm not mistaken, I believe it's anything over 70 years old now is a blessing. 70 years old. 70. 70, 75. Uh, I believe it's 70. I could be wrong on that. It's somewhere in that area. And if uh, I misspoke it, I apologize now. No need to send me an email. <laughs> uh, I, it's been a while since I've read it. However, 70. We just talked about how quickly 50 years can go by before you know it. 70, 70 to be by before you know it. Anything over that's a blessing from God out of heaven. That shows you how much weaker and how much more corrupt we are now than those men were back in the day. Anything over 70 is a blessing. However, Elijah, Moses, uh, Enoch, the list goes on. These men of God lived to be hundreds of years old. Do do is that making any sense of what I'm saying here? God's not changed. He's not changed his plans. You know, uh, God's not happy with the way this world's going, but he's not been happy with the way this world's going for a very long time. You, you know, you have a pope, or whatever you want to call him. He gets all these religious leaders, even religious leaders, they call themselves, that do not believe in Jesus and believe that Jesus is the son of God. They don't believe it. Do your own research. You don't believe me. He pulls all these people together and he writes a new Ten Commandments when it comes, and they go to where they believe, and it's not even the right place. Do your own research. Uh, but it's not even the right place, but they go to Mount, where they where they feel Mount Sinai is, like they're doing something of God's work. This is a man who's supposed to be a religious person. By the way, I have zero confidence in the Pope. I've never understood why people kiss the ground that they walk on. They're just a man that gets up every morning like I do. Yes, God has holy men out there. 
I believe in my lifetime, I've been blessed to come across them. I do. But they're not wearing a funny hat and a robe. They're not for show. There's a feeling you... I, I started to say, and I'm wrong, that you couldn't tell that they're different from anybody else, but you can. Not because they're trying to outshine anyone else, but they're a peculiar person. And I believe I've been less... I've, believe I've been blessed with some of my own family. Don't understand why. And you know, these people that I'm talking about, who I feel are truly in touch with God and men and women who trust in him and stand for him no matter what. When I say my family, the main person that comes to my mind, he's had such a rough last couple of weeks. He's been sick as my father. You know, I, I used to say something growing up uh, all my life, even when I was not a very good person. I would still say the same thing, and that was, if I could be half the man when I get older, as my dad is, I'd be all right. Buddy, I still stick by that today. I do. He's had, he's had a rough couple weeks. He's been sick. But God knows all about it, and God will take care of him. I'm not worried about that whatsoever. If God tells me something or he tells you something, stick on it. Don't, don't worry from it. And it's easy, too. Satan's at large. Stand on it. No matter if even your own family looks at you like you're crazy. Stand on it and it'll be okay. Anyways, guys, I didn't mean to get off on this, on this, but that Ten Commandments thing, we haven't really talked about it on this program because uh, I don't like to give publicity to it. They changed the wording to it. It's not called the Ten Commandments anymore because they were getting so much uh, uh, pushback. Now, I'm going to be honest with you. In the Bible, it says when Jesus comes back, and he's coming back, he's coming back. And a lot of people, they're like, well, I've been hearing about the end of time, you know, for this many years, and Grandpa used to say this, and, and what happened. Okay, look, let me just be very, very frank with you. You guys know, if you're sitting here thinking, well, this is supposed to be a news and political podcast. Why is this guy talking about, you know, his faith in that? I will never stop talking about my faith ever so if, if you don't like that i'm sorry there's other podcasts you can listen to i'm not pushing anything on you just telling you how i see it in the bible it says when jesus comes back oh let me finish what i was saying first you walk out here and you step in on the highway get in a car have an accident and you die walk out here in the winter time slip on a piece of ice Hit your head, hemorrhage, you die. Someone comes in, God forbid, in your home to rob you, shoot you, and you die. That's your end. That's your end. There's no repentance after death. That's your end. That's it. So you can say, well, they're always talking about the end of time. Okay. I just explained earlier how quickly 100 years is gone before you know it 50 years but when you die that's your end that's your end all right folks thank you guys so much for joining us today i think i'm going to leave it right there like i said we will do a short episode on saturday to try to let you all know what's happening uh for the christmas week coming up 
You've been listening to the Red Pill Current News Podcast with your host, the Kentucky Guy. Hope you guys have a fantastic rest of your week. Talk soon. God bless and God bless America.